0: Overeaters Anonymous. Let's, first of all, hi, I'm Lauren. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and an intuitive eating coach. I work with women who have had eating disorders and disordered eating for their entire life to stop focusing on weight and learn how to reconnect with their bodies in order to stop binge eating. We do this by using intuitive eating, body acceptance, weight neutral care, we don't focus on weight, and we stop following rules around food. This comment is from a video about food addiction and why I personally don't use that terminology and believe that food addiction exists. I think it's a really complex issue if you binge eat and there are a lot of things that need to go into that care. Overeaters Anonymous is an organization that calls itself similar to Alcoholics Anonymous in the treatment of binge eating and food addiction. But let's go back because first we need to understand why binge eating happens. Of course, there are, like I said, complex psychological reasons that people binge. As many people mentioned in the comments on the other video, there are psychological reasons like trauma that people resort to binging as a coping mechanism. There are also physical and mental restriction reasons that people binge eat. This is my specialty. This is the type of people that I work with. So please be aware these are my opinions in the way that I I work as a registered dietitian we live in a culture that demonizes food diet culture tells us constantly that we should be afraid of or avoiding carbohydrates certain food certain food groups um, we should be eating fewer calories all the time we should be always trying to lose weight right we also live in a super fat phobic culture that tells us that a certain size of body is unhealthy and a certain size of body is healthy it's not true the people that i work with binge eat because they have so many restrictions in their mind and in their actual actions in their eating habits around food and here's what i mean when i say in their mind and with food you can be actively physically restricting your food by avoiding food by not eating enough throughout the day by eating The meals you eat are not enough for your body and the energy needs that your body has. And this particularly becomes a problem for people in larger bodies because they may have higher energy needs, but they have an entire culture yelling at them all the time to eat less. There is also mental restriction. Psychology absolutely plays a role in this, especially when it comes to triggering our body's survival response, which I will talk about. But psychological restriction can look like all of the food rules and thoughts that you have in your brain about what you should or shouldn't be eating, how bad of a person it makes you for eating it, um, how guilty you feel for eating it, the shame that you feel for eating it for your body. All of these things cause restriction and basically fear that the food will not be available. Now, something about humans, we need food to survive. The food we eat is the energy that are, that keeps our body alive, that keeps all of our organs functioning and all of our organ systems and everything that's going on inside of us to keep us alive. It requires energy through the food we eat, and when you eat it, that's actually the best way to absorb and and digest the nutrients and energy from the food you're eating. So if you are restricting, whether it's physical or whether it's mental, your body is afraid that that food isn't coming which means it's setting off every alarm bell in your body to eat and i literally mean your brain is doing everything you can everything it can to drive you to eat which means when you do eat it does absolutely spike your dopamine especially if you're already starving this is a comment that i've seen a lot that this is a dopamine issue i agree i fully acknowledge that Your body spikes dopamine when you eat to show you that it is a good thing to do for your body, especially if you are a person who is otherwise trying to restrict, trying to deprive yourself, and literally starving, which many people I work with are in that place. So we've got dopamine spiking. We also know that your hunger and fullness hormones change if you are deprived of the energy you need. The research shows us that for chronic dieters, for people with eating disorders, for people with really restrictive food behaviors, there is actually typically a higher level of ghrelin. This is your hunger hormone, which means you have a higher level of a hormone that's telling you to eat. What we also see in those same people is a lower level of leptin. This is your fullness hormone. So you know what that means? It's really hard to tell when you're full, which, combined with the fact that your body is also setting off other things to get you to eat and then rewarding you for eating is going to lead to a really hard time getting yourself to stop eating once you start. We also see in chronic dieters, chronically elevated levels of cortisol, your stress hormone. And guess what? That has major effects on your health. So here's where you are. You're restricting mentally. You're restricting physically because that's what you're supposed to do. You have to eat still, (laughs) and your cravings are crazy. Because your body is energy deprived, so it craves energy, this is why you find yourself craving high energy, high calorie, high fat foods. Because your body is desperate for energy. Basically, we can call this a big fucking shitstorm for you to end up binge eating. And ultimately, it's because your body is freaking out about how it's gonna get the energy to keep you alive. I think one of the most helpful things I ever learned is that your body doesn't know the difference between dieting, between restricting yourself and an actual literal famine where food is not available to you. So how do we solve this problem? I have helped so many women stop binge eating because they undid all of the diet culture, food rules that have been pushed on them their entire lives. They decided that for at least enough time to heal. They were gonna stop focusing on their weight and learn how to tune in to how it actually feels in the moment when you're eating. And this is a complicated process. I'm not gonna be able to explain it all here. I have a 12 week plus program that people go through to get this help. Basically, this is a complex physical, psychological issue that is not going to be solved by taking a weight loss medication, by further depriving your body of the food you need, or by getting weight loss surgery that reduces the ability of your body to absorb nutrients. That is my opinion. Everyone in this world is welcome to have their own experiences and make their own decisions. But you've asked me for my opinion on Overeaters Anonymous, so here's what I think of it. In the context of understanding why binge eating happens, let's look at what someone goes through with Overeaters Anonymous. So I actually talked directly with someone who has been a part of it for five or more years. And what they told me shocked me. When you join Overeaters Anonymous, they are treating this situation that you're in, basically like full-on survival mode, as an addiction that you need to learn how to control with willpower. The problem is your body does not like turn off all of the physiological and psychological push it is giving you to eat just because you decided I'm not going to do it. So Overeaters Anonymous basically provides you with support to keep yourself from eating the foods that you're binging on. Meaning like literally on their website, they use the term abstinence as a way to help you heal from binge eating that means further avoiding the foods that are high in energy that your body needs to get unstuck from this survival mode fear of famine that you're in overeaters anonymous also gives you a plan of eating which is to avoid carbohydrates (laughs) if you didn't know carbohydrates are your body's number one favorite source of energy because they are easily digestible and can be quickly used for energy and as a registered dietitian even in the weight-centric fat phobic education that i received We learn that the human body needs 40 to 60% of our calories to be coming from carbohydrates to function efficiently. So here it is. When you join Overeaters Anonymous, you're going to be given a plan to further avoid the foods that you're already trying to avoid. It's going to guarantee that you stay stuck in their program because we're not getting to the root cause of the binge eating issue by addressing the psychological issues and actually allowing you to psychologically and physically stop restricting yourself. The person that i talked to had been in it for so many years because she was literally still struggling with an insane amount of guilt around eating she was still being so hard on herself when she did end up binging and then her sponsor was also being hard on her for binging this is not a healthy way to deal with binge eating so those are my thoughts Ultimately, I don't know you, I don't know your situation, I don't know what you think is best for you, and as a registered dietitian, what's more important to me than anything is that people feel empowered to advocate for themselves and get the healthcare that they want and deserve. I hope this helps, and if you have any other questions, please let me know.